the Mindful Birding Podcast, bringing you conversations and insights on the health benefits and joy of mindful birding. Brought to you by the Mindful Birding Network and your co-hosts, Holly Merker and Holly Thomas. Welcome, everyone. We are so excited to have everyone joining us today. I'm Holly Merker and... I'm Holly Thomas. Yes, you heard that right. Both your co-hosts are named Holly, and that's just one thing that makes this podcast unique. Holly and I are both so excited to be sharing with you this very first episode of the Mindful Birding Podcast, which is a side project of the Mindful Birding Network. Well, we're delighted to be here with everyone and sharing this concept of mindful birding and talking about what that might mean to us personally, but more importantly, to everybody else, because this does not have a definition that applies to everyone. And that's one of the goals of this mindful birding podcast is that we share what mindful birding is from various perspectives. And this allows you, the listener, to put your own spin on that. The goals would be to just share the ideas behind mindful birding, the concepts involved with this practice, but also some of the science. There's so much out there now in terms of the health benefits of mindfulness, health benefits of time spent in nature, and there's so much potential to just experience joy with this. And it seems everybody's been through a difficult few years, those last few years, time for healing and recovery. But then when I really think about it, any time is a good time for healing or extra joy or recovery from whatever. So I think there's a really great need for this type of experience. And we just want to encourage people to learn more about it, inspire you, inform you, and hopefully you'll hear something that resonates with you and get out there and enjoy mindful birding. Yeah, that really sums it up, Holly, doesn't it? When we think about the mindful birding network. So as I was meeting people along my journey, I realized, gosh, you know, we should all be connected to each other because when people connect and get together and share and support, we elevate that concept by inspiring each other, by providing information like, you know, this is how I do this in my community, or perhaps it's like sharing resources like the science that's emerging, or perhaps it's just being a group of people that are getting together that are like-minded and just feeling supported by that sense of community. And so that's how the network came about. And as we progressed in in acquiring new members and more people started to seek out this practice and and seek out mindful birding, we realized that it would benefit a wider audience. And so that's why this podcast came about is just being able to provide more of an outreach to people at any time that's convenient for you. Because, you know, that's the joy of having the podcast. Now, our website for the Mindful Birding Network it's the mind the mindful birding network.com is acting as a hub 
for all things mindful birding. And there you can find resources, including the definition that we put on mindful birding, like why have a network, also events that are happening around the world. So if you have an event that you're hosting in your area that specifically surrounds the idea of birding for wellness or mindful birding, what I call ornotherapy, please do share with us so we can get your event on our website because a lot of people are finding out about different opportunities in their own area or connecting with different people who are also practicing mindful birding. Our vision moving forward is we're hoping to inform you, inspire you with stories from people who have incorporated mindful birding into their lives or part of their livelihoods, deep dives into science, and even exploring concepts like whether mindful birding might be used in clinical settings or complementary medicine, as there are more and more studies out there that show that mindful birding really is good for your health. Mm, It sure is. (laughs) I know I certainly feel good every time I have the intention and set aside time to practice this form of self-care. I just feel much more at peace and have a certain reciprocity with the birds that I'm observing that just fills me up and, and really just changes my mental channel, but I know also is having an impact on me biochemically. And, and I know you're going to talk a little bit about this more as the podcast progresses, Holly, but I'm curious, like, tell me a little bit more about what brought you into practicing mindful birding. What's your story behind this? Well, my story is a little bit, so I have a background in science and I was studying stress and the inflammatory response. And so I've always been kind of interested in how we heal, how, how that happens in the body, and also curious about natural ways to tap into that. So that's my career interests, but uh, sidelines, I've been a longtime birder, started birding as a kid. And I'm also now in my sort of second career been interested in yoga and meditation and got very curious about noticing the way that mindful time in nature, which is kind of just what the the type of birding style I'm naturally drawn to. So it didn't, it just seemed like birding to me. It wasn't like mindful birding. It was just birding. But I noticed that a lot of times when I'm out birding or observing nature, I just have that same sense of tranquility, peace, expansive consciousness that I sometimes get from meditative states. Mm. And I got very curious in combining these things or highlighting the mindfulness aspect of birding. Well, like you, Holly, I've been interested in birds since I was a kid and found a lot of joy in watching birds and you know, discovering species that were new to me through the years. But I don't And I think I probably was practicing a sense of mindful birding, even as a child, because I was easily distracted, you might say had ADD as a a young girl. And I'm sure I was accessing nature and the natural world to kind of give me that sense of peace and grounding you know, that, that I needed, especially during times of anxiety or, or when things were not so great in my home life or whatever was going on. But It wasn't until I was birding for several years and 
I kind of accidentally fell into mindful birding through a cancer diagnosis I had. And during that time, I started practicing mindful birding because honestly, I was, my, my mobility was very limited at the time. I also, in addition to having breast cancer and many surgeries for that, I also had a pretty severe back injury with two compression fractures of my spine. And I was in a brace from the neck down. Really, I couldn't even lift my binoculars. Maybe I could, my binoculars were about the capacity of what I could lift due to that spinal injury. So I was kind of forced into slowing down and just being okay with what was coming to me. And basically my birding style just had to change. And to me, I see this as a gift. At the time, I was a little bit frustrated because I was an avid birder. I was at the point in my birding journey where I was kind of voracious. I wanted to see as many birds as I could. And this just put a a halt to all of that. But what I learned is that the peacefulness, the ability for the birds to bring me to the present moment, I have always had a hard time being a, what I would call good, I'm being judgmental, but good meditator, because I've always felt like my mind is extra busy. I'm always thinking about different things and having a hard time with that. But the birds bring us into that meditative state, right? I mean, they gift us with the present moment because when we start to turn our attention away from our own problems and worries, and we start to focus on a bird that's in front of us, we just, you know, we have nothing else but to think about, but that bird. And we're watching the bird, we're watching how the bird moves and how it interacts with its environment. We perhaps we're listening to a beautiful song that the bird is gifting us with. So then I'm not worried about my long to-do list or in the case of when I was diagnosed, I'm not worried over my diagnosis and the prognosis the doctor gave me. You know, I'm not worried about how my kids are going to deal with my potential loss, you know, these sorts of things. I'm only focused in that present moment. And we know this is a gift. We know that being mindful comes with a lot of benefits as well to our feelings of anxiety, of of kind of loosening anxiety's grip, of also helping reduce pain. That's where I first was introduced to mindfulness was as a cancer patient, because this practice of mindfulness is incorporated into a lot of cancer patient care and support these days because of what I just mentioned. And so the birds were naturally bringing me there. And I was lucky because I had the birds in my life. So for me, this is where it all started. This is where it all began. Yeah, your story touches me every time I hear it. I think a lot of people might relate to just what you said about birds bringing you to the present moment. And for me, with with all the different types of meditation, and mindfulness practices that I've done, I think that birding is one of the simplest ways to just ease into the present moment. There's no sitting quietly on a cushion trying to clear my mind, which in some ways almost invites thoughts in. Um, 
it seems at times, but like when I go out and observe birds, my mind doesn't tend to wander that much. So it's a very simple way for me. I'm also very curious about birds, like the study of birds and pouring through field guides and learning about how they do what they do. So it's, it's kind of like this uh, activity that complements so well my intellectual interest in birds and then the just the joy of going out and then experiencing them firsthand is such a nice way and then I bring back that joy into learning about how do birds feathers grow in or what are the mating patterns or migration and how do they navigate and all these other questions that I have about them because of things maybe I've noticed in the field but it's a it's a complementary activity to bring to other areas where I'm interested in birds. This is Holly Thomas, signing off until next time. But before I go, I had a few closing thoughts I wanted to share. So I guess I'd sum up by saying that mindful birding is one of those things that seems to lift my spirits when times are tough And when I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious, it kind of calms and soothes me. And as a scientist, I know that mindfulness and time spent in nature is good for me. There are tons of scientific studies confirming how these practices improve our well-being. But I think for me, my time spent with birds and connecting goes to something even deeper or more essential. And I'm reminded of a few lines from Mary Oliver's poem, The Summer Day. And for those of you, as you get to know me, you'll know that I love poems and I'm a huge fan of Mary Oliver. And I'm just going to be taking a few lines out of the middle of the poem. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields which is what I've been doing all day. For me, birding is my falling down into the grass. It's my being idle and blessed. It's my way of remembering, my way of returning to wholeness, gratitude I keep returning to again and again. In the next episode of the Mindful Birding Podcast, we'll hear from people from around the world who share what mindful birding means to them and dive into some of the research surrounding birdsong and its positive impacts on personal well-being. We'll also be transported into the Sierra Nevadas in California to listen to some of that nourishing birdsong as we join recordist Chris Benish for some mindful moments of listening. Don't forget to check out our website, themindfulbirdingnetwork.com. Become a member, it's free, and join our growing flock of people interested in mindful birding. Stay up to date on our next gathering, our blog, and mindful birding events from around the world. And you can follow us on Instagram too, at Mindful Birding Network. We look forward to sharing time with you in future podcasts. And until then, we wish you happy mindful birding.